Hello, everybody, and welcome to Get Lit Minute, your weekly podcast for all things poetic, poetry, and poets. This series is produced by Get Lit Words Ignite, which is a nonprofit organization that uses poetry and spoken word to increase literacy and empower young people. My name is Nia Lewis. In this podcast, we focus on the lives, history, and works of classic poets and modern-day contemporary poets. Today, we will be discussing a poet that doesn't like censoring her language, so let's get ready for the powerful life of Francine J. Harris. Francine J. Harris is from Detroit, Michigan, in a neighborhood that was operating in an economic limbo in the aftermath of the motor industry collapse. After high school, Harris moved to Arizona and attended many community colleges before she got a scholarship to attend Arizona State where she earned a BA in English. In 2011, she earned an MFA in poetry at University of Michigan. She was a writer in residence for Washington University and St. Louis, taught creative writing at University of Michigan and Center College in Danville, Kentucky, and is currently the Associate Professor of English at the University of Houston. She is the author of Allegiance, published in 2012, which was the finalist for the Kate Tufts Discovery Award and the Pen Open Book Award, Play Dead, published in 2016, which was the winner of the 2017 Lambda Literary Award, a Publishing Triangle Award, the Audrey Lorde Award for Lesbian Poetry, and was the finalist for the 2017 Hurston Wright Legacy Award, and her other collection, here is The Sweet Hand, published in 2020. She has received fellowships from Kavi Kunnam, the National Endowment for the Arts, and the Coleman Center for Scholars and Writers at the New York Public Library. Her poetry has been featured in many journals like Indiana Review, Poetry, and McSweeney's. A lot of Harris's writing today is connected to instruction and teaching. When it comes to writing and language in general, She loves to pay attention to the way that people use language when they talk and how people phrase words differently depending on who they are talking to. When asked if she considers herself a certain type of poet, like bead or traditional, she believes that nowadays you can't really categorize yourself. Harris is known for making confessional poems and poems with a lot of imagery. But Harris doesn't want to be seen as an imagist or a confessional poet since she's always playing with her writing. She likes to try different things, so she doesn't want to be pinned down to writing in a certain way because she's categorized to do so. She also isn't a fan of censorship and loves profanity. She loves being in control and responsible for her language. Harris says that curse words, profanity, derogatory language, and even the most beautiful words can all do something. Using Donald Sterling as an example, she explains how his entire career was censored and altered because of his language. It was his words that got him in trouble, not his actions. She explains how we got to the point where language can spur action, and I have to totally agree to that. I think that language can almost sometimes blind you from people's actions. I think that language can influence you to almost staying into a toxic relationship, whether that's with a friend, a partner, your parents. Um, I stayed in a toxic relationship with people because they just said that I was my best friend, but their actions were a completely different thing, and I had to kind of get out of their sweet words based on how they were really acting towards me. And I think that with language, you can almost replay phrases 
in your head of what someone said to you and it's hurtful it's almost like you're hurting yourself every day because you're just replaying you could hear them saying that exact same phrase that really hurt you and i've always believed that we've allowed language to hold a lot of power and that's also why i love poetry when asked about francine harris's work don lundy martin from pen poetry series says francine j harris is the kind of generous intellect that makes me feel much more than I am prepared for when I crack open poems to experience them. I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready to tap into Harris's intellect with her poem that'll be featured in our Get Lit anthology entitled, Single Lines Looking Forward or One Monostitch Past 45. This poem is super freaking cool. She really shows her love for language and wordplay in this poem. Each line has its own meaning and is literally its own poem, since it's a monostitch. She also really wants you to break down and understand each line. It is completely, it's so brilliant, guys. So here's Francine J. Harris's poem, Single Lines Looking Forward or One Monostitch Past 45. The joke is orange, which has never been funny. For a while, I didn't sleep on my bright side. Many airplanes make it through sky. The joke is present, dented and devil. For a while, yellow spots on the wall. Obama on water skis, the hair in his armpits, free. I thought the CIA was operative. Across the alley, a woman named Mildred, above the clouds in a plane, a waistline of sliced white. I don't sound like TED Talk or smart prose on Facebook. These clouds are not God. I keep thinking about Coltrane, how little he talked. This is so little. I give so little. Sometimes when I say something to white people, they say, I'm sorry? During Vietnam, Bob Kaufman stopped talking. The CIA was very good at killing panthers. Mildred in a housecoat calling across the fence over her yard. If I were grading this, I'd be muttering curses. The joke is a color, a color for prison. Is it me? Or is it the sentence, a structure? Arrogant? All snow in here. This writing departure. All miles are valuable. All extension, all stretch. I savor the air with both fingers and tongue. Mildred asks about the beats coming from my car. I forgot to bring the poem comparing you to a garden. Someone tell me what to say to my senators. No one smokes here in the rain. I duck away and smell piss. I thought the CIA was the Constitution. I feel like he left us for water skis, for kite surfing. The sun will not always be so gracious. From the garden poem, one line stands out. Frank Ocean's Nights is a study in the monostitch. Pace is not breathing, on and off, off. Mildred never heard of Gennaro Jarrell. I'm afraid one day I'll find myself remembering this air. 
The last time I saw my mother, she begged for fried chicken. My father's still sitting there, upright, a little high. Melissa McCarthy could get it. Sometimes I forget how to touch. In a parking garage, I wait for the toothache. I watch what I say all the time now. She said she loved my touch. She used the word love. In 1984, I'd never been in the sky. My mother walked a laundry cart a mile a day for groceries. Betsy DeVos is confirmed with a broken tie. Mildred's five goes way up and my five reaches. I really enjoy this poem. I really love how she made every line important. If you're reading the poem, you can tell that parts of it connect with each other, but she spaced them on purpose because it serves its own meaning and she wants you to really take in that line. And I really love that. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with us on all things Francine J. Harris. Make sure you share this podcast with your friends and family members, and I'll see y'all next week. Bye!